0: Alrighty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I'm the host of The Most, Jimmy Falcon, and it's an absolute honor to welcome Jeff Podgorski to the show. How are you, Jeff?
1: Fair to man.
0: <laughs> Probably uh, close to being soaking wet.
1: Well, I just, I just came in the house and dried off so I could take the call. <laughs> How are you doing, brother?
0: I am good. Um... I guess starting off, what made you uh, get into the entertainment industry? and Where did you kind of start off? Did you start off with the stunts first?
1: Well, actually, um, it's a, it was a long journey. I was jumped uh, by the Ku Klux Klan in Orlando, Florida, prior to Disneyland being uh, there, Disney World, and uh, they bashed all my teeth out, basically. And I went into a karate school when I got uh, when I healed up, and thought I'm never going to let this happen again, and then. From there, I was, yes, Grand National Party Champion. Oh. I uh, took up kickboxing when it became uh, fashionable, and I was number in the top 10 in the world at that. And then some guys told me fighting fight, and I was in the wrong business, kid, there's no money in this. Uh, if you saw the movie Casino, I knew all those mobsters, they moved me from South Florida to uh, Vegas. And uh, Sports Illustrated, made me number 10 in the world in boxing, and I actually came over to LA to talk to a boxing promoter, and uh, I, you know, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to uh, go back to karate, and that's what happened. I met a couple of guys uh, from Chuck Norris' studio, and uh, next thing you know, I was doubling Steven Seagal and making movies.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I guess it is a good starting off point with like uh, karate and then boxing kind of probably gets you set up for doing something with a lot of, uh... I can't think of the word. A well, lot. it's probably oh, pretty strenuous.
1: A lot of fight choreographing. Uh, actually, the funny thing about it is uh, I did a movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme called Sudden Death years ago, and that uh, that broke the door open. I, I kind of pillowed around. A guy would call me and wanted to do some fight scenes on B-movies. Uh, I don't know if you know who Donna Dragon Wilson is. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Yeah, i worked with Don. I've known Don since the old days, back in the 70s in Florida. He's from Cocoa Beach. Beach. I'm from West Palm. And uh, and it was just kind of a fun thing for me. And I thought, okay, go back to my real life. But uh, after the Van Damme movie, I shot that and made quite a bit of money. I thought, this is my new career.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I'm sure a lot of fun and fast-paced.
1: And it's exciting, and uh, you know, it's a you think it's going to be glamorous because it's a film business, but if you've ever been on a movie set, it's anything but glamorous. So, behind those, the the picture that they show you, they want you to see, is cables and construction workers, and it's just a mess. I mean, and they have to constantly change the angles. Um, so there's a a lot of work just to to get 10 minutes on film could take you almost 10 days, right? It's long hours, and you got to be up for that, because as a sun person, you're the last one to be shot. So they'll they'll shoot a 14-hour day, and then they'll say, okay, let's do car explosions and the gunfight with the sun, then.
0: I'll say you're the the last to be shot figuratively and literally.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yeah, exactly.
0: Well, uh, as far as doing the stunts and uh, choreographing and stuff goes, what was your favorite movie or favorite project? Oh God,
1: um, good good movies were Schwarzenegger movies. I worked on the, uh, was it? Uh, I can't remember the name of that. But anyway, uh, the food is great. He had a he had a gym that he allowed the sun guys to work out in a portable gym when he wasn't using it. And uh, Eraser, the movie Eraser. But uh, I actually enjoyed making Get Shorty the most because I uh, double James who who is a great guy, and he sorely missed. Uh, John Travolta, uh, Renee Brusso um, and uh, all of Ace people. Just, just an absolute pleasure to be around. Uh, the jokes were flying and the kid around, and we got the movie shot at the same time. It was really a neat experience.
0: Gets,
1: Barry, uh, Barry Sullenberg was the uh, director on that. Go
0: ahead, I'm sorry. I'll just say, "Get Shorty" is hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's probably my favorite movie that I've ever made. I doubled Steven Seagal for about fourteen or fifteen films, and I had my my way, so to speak. I mean, um, I never had a lot of pressure put on me from Mad Camp, but. Um, He's not the nicest guy in the world. He was very cool to me, respected my background, and was very uh, respectful of me. But I also, on the other side of the coin, saw him out of the corner of my eye treat people really bad. So I think we're we're, we're done with him. I heard he moved to Russia, and he's become a Russian citizen. I don't know if that's true, but it makes sense if if you know him.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I haven't
0: talked in years. But no. Well, I have seen a lot of the uh, movies you've been a part of in one way or another, but I'd have to say my favorite, and the one I've literally watched probably five or six times in the last month, is uh, Ready to Rumble.
1: Oh, well, that was a gas Would show. Which yeah.
0: you have a small but hilarious part, and I, as someone who chews tobacco, find it hilarious. Uh, what was that uh, shoot like? It's sure. Yeah.
1: That was my nickname on the script, the chewer. And uh, I got that part by I read the script and I went, okay. And then I had to up for two different roles. I took the licorice and chewed it up and <laughs> took my I got a plate. Like I said, I had my teeth knocked out, so I have a plate. I took the plate out, chewed up some licorice and did my dialogue and spit on the ground. And the director come out of his chair and he went, that's our guy. <laughs> and uh, I worked on the movie. I, was on that for uh, about ten days, or so, and then um, I had a two-week break, and I got called to do the uh, what was that the counter reads movie replacements of football movie. Mm-hmm. It separated my shoulder on that, and then I came back and had to go straight back to work on on uh, what was the film I was just talking about? I'm sorry, Ready to Rumble. Ready to Rumble, yeah. Um, I'm, I just got over COVID and I'm on medication a little. A little dizzy, so mm. forgive me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I had to go back with a separated shoulder and work the next two weeks having pro wrestlers throw me around. That was it <laughs> <remote. laughs>
0: yeah, had to be something coming out for that uh, that main event with all those people and uh, just coming down the uh, April or the the ramp,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool.
0: But uh, as far as um, what's, what have you been working on recently? I'm guessing you're still hard at work.
1: Well, uh, I'm retired from doing stunts now. I've just had too much. I had both hips replaced. got titanium hips. Got a titanium left knee. I've had uh, poor back surgeries. The last one was nine and a half hours, about uh, nine months ago. And I uh, broke my wrists, I got pins in my thumb. I just thought I've done enough of that. I actually wrote a book. And it's called, uh, let's see, I'm slipping. My mind's slipping already. Um, here I am. I'm un, I'm, I'm, here I am, an unconventional life. And it's uh, my story of going uh, up with a stepfather and leaving home at 15 after punching him out and uh, not having anything. Didn't know where I was going to sleep, didn't know how, how I was going to eat, none of that stuff. And I found myself two weeks later in New York City. I hitchhiked in New York from West Palm Beach just because I could. And uh, that turned into an adventure sleeping underneath the boardwalk and being chased by the cops and dining and dashing. And uh, I made my way back to Florida and uh, started uh, working in the construction trade. And I gave a friend of mine a ride to Orlando so he could uh, collect his things. He'd been living with his dad over the summer. And uh, that's when we got jumped by the Klan. And uh, they hurt me bad enough that I thought, I'm never going to let this happen again. And Started down the karate freeway, and it turned into a whole life and more.
0: Yeah, that's got to be one of the craziest stories I've ever heard doing this show, is getting attacked by the KKK. That That's insanity.
1: Well, people used to laugh at me. They thought I was joking. And, yeah, you know, I showed them why my teeth come out? Go, oh, my God. I thought they only disliked black people. I said they hate Jewish people even worse. And unfortunately, my grandfather was Jewish, although they didn't know that. But with a name, I had my last name, Pajerski, on the back of a football jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, get the Polak, get the big guy. And, of course, I looked around. I was the tallest guy there on my side of the fence. And uh, they... Uh, they almost killed me, but I'm pretty resilient.
0: Wow. Yeah, definitely. And you got to go on and have a pretty awesome life.
1: Oh, it, it, it turned into the best thing that could ever happen to me. I mean, you know, some, some dogs got to be kicked hard to get them off the porch. And I was one of those guys that if I had a job, I had some money coming in, I was paying my bills, I'm a happy guy. But that, that sparked me into this whole other life that I've had. And... uh I moved out when I moved out here I took a job as a doorman at a rock and roll club. It had been a biker bar for two, two uh twenty years prior to me going to work there and uh, then I had problems with biker gangs and it just reminded me of the cluefledge clan, because I eventually had to get that job up about a year and a half into it um, I actually took the job so I could train during the day as a fighter and then I could work at night but uh they tried to light me on fire with a coffee can full of gasoline. I went, they're not paying me enough money for this. Oh so geez.
0: I'm... <laughs> no, that would not be worth it.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. But, you know, it's weird when you're young. You think you got something to prove. And sometimes you do. But there's uh, better ways than hit things head first. And I'm a head first guy for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, I've survived it, and I hope all that's behind me now. I've got people talking to me about this book I wrote. Um, again, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, it's, you know, the movie business is pretty tickled, but um, people are talking to me, but nobody's showing me any real money, so I'm just sitting on it and promoting when I can.
0: Well, I wish you the best with it. I'm sure something good will come of it.
1: Well, um, I hope so. It's, uh, it sure helped my retirement. I mean, it's not like a, I'm, I'm living a decent life, and I'm thankful for that. But um, I'd like to spend the rest of my life just globetrotting, just popping up here, popping up there. Because it's a magnificent world we live in. And uh, I'd like to see it before we destroy it.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Jeff. It was an honor talking with you.
1: Well, I'm glad you, you enjoyed Ready the Rumble. I mean, oh gosh, you told me that,
0: I was probably one of the few. But I, I, yeah, I love it. I'm such a big wrestling fan.
1: Well, and that's what makes the world great. I mean, you know, the unconventional uh, usually turns into something good.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you ha- having uh, you coming on today, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully, it stops raining on you.
1: Yeah, that's good. We need to rain, Jimmy. I mean, we've been in a drought situation for 10 years, so um, thanks yes, for the true. rain. I uh, appreciate you giving me a call, and uh, if you need any more information from me, let me know.
0: Sounds good. Thank you so much.
1: All right, brother. You hang in there.
0: All righty. You too. Take
1: care, man.
0: All righty. Bye-bye. Alrighty, guys, big thanks to Jeff Podgurski. It's kind of funny it comes up. P-O-D, I'll have to look at that. P-O-D-G-U-R-S-K-Y, but it's S S K Y, but it's S-K-I. That's interesting. But uh, big thanks to Jeff Podgurski, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. I'm ready.
1: Hey, everyone, this
0: is Brittany Ebert from Jane the Virgin. Just wanted to let you know, thank you for listening to Cloverleaf Radio.